Hello everyone, welcome back to the Phoenix Society. It is your girl, Reigns Joy, your favorite metaphysical philosopher and hype girl. I am here to teach you what you should have learned in school. Today we will be going over chapter 12 and 13 from The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. All right, all right my Phoenixes, it is time to rise. Class is now in session. Scientists use the subconscious mind. Research has shown that the ability to bring into action the subconscious power has determined the success of all the great scientific and research workers. Scientists and physicists escaped from a Russian concentration camp. Dr. Lothar von Blinkschmidt, a member of the Rocket Society and an outstanding research electronic engineer, gives the following condensed summary of how he used his subconscious mind to free himself from certain death at the hands of brutal guards in a Russian prison camp coal mine. He states as follows, I was a prisoner of war in a coal mine in Russia, and I saw men dying all around me in that prison compound. We were watched over by brutal guards, arrogant officers, and sharp, fast-thinking commissars. After a short medical checkup, a quota of coal was assigned to each person. My quota was 300 pounds per day. In case any man did not fill his quota, his small food ration was cut down, and in a short time, he was resting in the cemetery. I started concentrating on my escape. I knew that my subconscious mind would somehow find a way. My home in Germany was wiped out, my family wiped out and destroyed, all my friends and former associates were either killed in the war or were in concentration camps. I said to my subconscious mind, I want to get to Los Angeles and you will find the way. I had seen pictures of Los Angeles and I remembered some of the boulevards very well as well as some of the buildings. Every day and night I would imagine I was walking down Wishire Boulevard with an American girl who I met in Berlin prior to the war. In my imagination, we would visit the stores, ride buses, and eat in the restaurants. Every night, I made it a special point to drive my imaginary American automobile up and down the boulevards of Los Angeles. I made all this vivid and real. These pictures in my mind were as real and as natural to me as one of the trees outside the prison camp. Every morning, the chief guard would count the prisoners as they were lined up. He would call out one, two, three, etc. And when 17 was called out, which was my number in sequence, I stepped aside. In the meantime, the guard was called away for a minute or so. And on his return, he started by mistake on the next man as number 17. When the crew returned in the evening, the number of men was the same and I was not missed and the discovery would take a long time. I walked out of the camp undetected and kept walking for 24 hours, resting in a deserted town the next day. I was able to live by fishing and killing some wildlife. I found cold trains going to Poland and traveled on them by night. Until finally I reached Poland with the help of friends I made my way to Lucerne, Switzerland. One evening at the Palace Hotel, Lucerne, I had a talk with a man and his wife from the United States of America. This man asked me if I would care to be a guest at his house in Santa Monica, California. 
I accepted, and when I arrived in Los Angeles, I found that their chauffeur drove me along Wilshire Boulevard and many other boulevards, which I had imagined so vividly in the long months in the Russian coal mines. I recognized the buildings which I had seen in my mind so often. It actually seemed as if I had been in Los Angeles before I had reached my goal. I will never cease to marvel at the wonders of the subconscious mind. Truly, it has always we know not of. How to receive guidance from your subconscious. When you have what you term a difficult decision to make, or when you fail to see the solution to your problem, begin at once to think constructively about it. If you are fearful and worried, you are not really thinking. True thinking is free from fear. In other words, if you're thinking of all the ways something could go wrong, if you're thinking of all the consequences of how something could go wrong, if you do not get the answer, then you are not thinking, right? You're not creating, right? Well, you're not creating anything positive anyway. Here's a simple technique you can use to receive guidance on any subject. Quiet the mind and still the body. Tell the body to relax. It has to obey you. It has no violation, initiative, or self-conscious intelligence. Your body is an emotional disc. It records your beliefs and impressions. Mobilize your attention. Focus your thought on the solution to your problem. Try to solve it with your conscious mind. Think how happy you would be about the perfect solution. Sense the feeling you would have if the perfect answer were yours now. Let your mind play with this mood in a relaxed way to drop off to sleep. When you awaken and you do not have the answer, get busy about something else. Probably when you are preoccupied with something else, the answer will come into your mind like toast pops out of a toaster. And receiving guidance from the subconscious mind, the simple way is the best. An illustration. I once lost a valuable ring, which was an heirloom. I looked everywhere for it and could not locate it. At night, I talked to the subconscious in the same manner that I would talk to anyone. I said to it prior to dropping off to sleep, you know all things, you know where that ring is. I'll reveal it to me where it is. In the morning, I woke up suddenly with the words ringing in my ear, ask Robert. I thought it was very strange that I should ask Robert, a young boy about nine years of age. However, I followed the inner voice of intuition Robert said, oh yes, I picked it up in the yard while I was playing with the boys. I placed it on the desk in my room. I did not think it worth anything, so I did not say anything about it. The subconscious mind will always answer you if you trust it. Remember that there is a universal law of action and reaction. The action is your thought. The reaction is a response from your subconscious mind, right? Mental action, not physical action, not external 3D action but internal 4D action gets the reaction. So anything you're experiencing in your 3D right now are thoughts you've already thought and that has what reacted and created your current reality. We won't say your current reality. We'll say the current 3D because your current reality is whatever you are creating right now in your 4D. As you contemplate right action, you will automatically experience a reaction or response in yourself, which represents the guidance or answer of your subconscious mind. There will only be right action because you are under a subjective compulsion to do the right thing. 
I use the word compulsion because the law of the subconscious is compulsion, right? The response is a feeling, an inner awareness, an overpowering hunch, whereby you know that you know. You have used a power to the point where it begins to use you. You cannot possibly fail or make one false step while operating the subjective wisdom within you. You will find that all your ways are pleasantness and all your paths are peace. Chapter 13, your subconscious and the wonders of sleep. Sleep is a divine law and many answers to our problems come to us when we are sound asleep upon the bed. Your subconscious mind never rests or sleeps. It is always active, controlling all your vital forces. The healing process takes place more rapidly while you are asleep as there is no interference from your conscious mind. Remarkable answers are given to you while you are asleep. This regular withdrawal from sense evidence and the noise and confusion of everyday life is also a form of sleep. You become asleep to the world of the senses and alive to the wisdom and power of your subconscious mind. Medical research scholars investigating sleep processes and deprivation of sleep point out that severe insomnia has preceded psychotic breakdown in some instances. Remember, you are spiritually recharged during sleep Adequate sleep is essential to produce joy and vitality into your life. Brings counsel. The creative intelligence of my subconscious mind knows what is best for me. Its tendency is always lifeward and it reveals to me the right decision which blesses me and all concerned. I give thanks for the answer which I know will come to me. Saved from certain disaster. Many years ago, before the Second World War I, I was offered a very lucrative assignment in the Orient, and I prayed for guidance in the right decision as follows. Infinite intelligence within me knows all things, and the right decision is revealed to me in divine order. I will recognize the answer when it comes. I repeated this simple prayer over and over again as a lullaby prior to sleep, and in a dream came the vivid realization of things to come three years hence. An old friend appeared in the dream and said, read these headlines, do not go. The headlines of the newspaper which appeared in the dream related to the war and the attack on Pearl Harbor. Occasionally, the writer dreams literally. The aforementioned dream was undoubtedly a dramatization of the subconscious mind which projected a person whom I trusted and respected to some a warning may come in the form of a mother who appears in the dream. She tells the person not to go here or there and the reason for the warning. Your subconscious mind is all wise. It knows all things. Oftentimes, it would speak to you only in a voice that your conscious mind will immediately accept as true. Sometimes your subconscious will warn you in a voice which sounds like that of a mother or some loved one which may cause you to stop on the street and you find if you had gone another foot, a falling object from a window might have struck you on the head. Your future is in your subconscious mind. Remember that the future, the result of your habitual thinking, is already in your mind, except when you change it through prayer. The future of a country, likewise, is in the collective subconscious of the people of that nation. There is nothing strange in the dream I had wherein I saw the headlines of the New York newspaper long before the war began. The war had already taken place in mind, and all the plans of attack were already engraved on that great recording instrument the subconscious or collective unconscious of the universal mind. 
right wow to think that if collectively the world became conscious and stopped trusting more in fear than faith what a wonderful world it would be for all but the phrase make love not war actually has meaning to me now because love is all there is it has no equal war is made in the mind of men and if that is something that is impressed upon their subconscious then everybody in their reality has to do their part to make that war happen right same with natural disasters. Any negative thing you see in the world was created in the imagination of men first. It is an assumption. It isn't a belief. It is an idea. It is not something that has to occur. You've seen pictures where every house was obliterated in some kind of storm. Except maybe there was one or two houses still standing. They probably had, well, no, they definitely had thoughts and assumptions that protected their home. They probably were awake, you know. Tomorrow's events are in your subconscious mind. So are next week's and next month's. And they may be seen by a highly psychic or clairvoyant person. No disaster or tragedy can happen to you if you decide to pray. Nothing is predetermined or foredained. Right? So your destiny is made by your thoughts. Your mental attitude, the way you think, feel, and believe determines your destiny. You can, through scientific prayer, which is explained in a previous chapter, mold, fashion, and create your own future. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Right? Scientific prayer, he alluded to in past chapter, was uh, visualizations, affirmations, inner conversations, images. All those add up what you say out of your mouth what you agree to, what you do not reject, what you do not deny, how you perceive your reality. All these things add up and create your beliefs and your assumptions that pilot your world. All right, that wraps up the those two chapters. I considered starting on another chapter, but I thought we would just talk a little bit before you go out into the big, beautiful, amazing world. Something that occurred to me is that Wow, we're amazing. First and foremost, we are powerful and our thoughts create a reality. And I remember telling that to someone um, and thinking, you know, the fact that they said that I don't want to stay on top of my thoughts. I don't want to watch what I'm thinking 24-7. And this is before I became more aware and conscious of everything that, wow, what an idiot. Who wouldn't want a better life by only changing their thoughts? But now I realize that if a person doesn't realize that their imagination is, their God, is God, that their thoughts create the reality, then they wouldn't know or understand the seriousness of their thoughts, right? If they actually understood and were consciously aware enough to understand. See, the different, this is the thing, and I'm sure as you go about your journey of awakenment, you will find that people will not grasp what you are saying. And it's because you were brought here for a reason. You must have impressed something on your subconscious mind that brought you to this message, that made you want to be awake. Something you said to yourself, some situation you encountered, must have impressed on your subconscious mind and led you here, led you to whatever material that has awakened your eyes to all the new possibilities that you can create within you, right? Because there are no coincidences in your world. 
So you had to impress your subconscious to bring you to this message. But other people don't haven't done that yet, right? They're not going to be in the state to receive this message. And it took me time to understand. And the only way, if you truly want someone to receive this message, is to deliver the message internally within you, to have the conversation and see the reaction you would want to see and do this repetitively. And then it will have to be outpictured, right? Because that is the law. It would have to be outpictured into your 3D reality, whatever you created within your 4D reality. That is the law. Not only that, and I'm sure you will discover this or have discovered this on your journey, that it is hard to deny what your senses tell you because you have been taught that the 3D reality is the one and only reality, right? It's a lot to wrap your mind around unless you are open and receptive to the message that your imagination is your one and true reality, that it has to be first created within before it's created without. Most people will, well, you know, a huge number of people will not understand this. They would think it's delusional, right? Because this is a game and we all have to awaken at our own time. That's the game, right? You were sent here and until you want the message, you won't receive it, right? When the student is ready, the teacher will, will show up. Well, some people never get ready. And you have to accept that. That's just how it is, you know? And that's like any great, you know, if it was that easy, everyone would do it. But it is easy in a way. All you're doing is changing your thought. Anything can be as easy and difficult as you say it is, right? But um, I just, so there's no coincidences in your reality. Anything you see, even down to, let's say you're really big into mermaids. And then you start seeing mermaids anywhere. That's not a coincidence. You are creating your reality. You are in charge of everything you see around you. How people show up, how people don't show up, right? But the biggest thing I want you to take away today, and I'm going to keep, this is my, you know how um, Joseph Murphy said that you should find your particular uh, area to be an expert in. Have you done that, guys? Have you found what area you want to be an expert? But my thing is perspective, right? You'll hear a lot of people say a lot of different things when it comes to manifesting and creating a world. But for me, perception is the key. Perception is what made things go aha, unlock, and click for me, right? And I got this understanding from reading um, a book by Joseph Murray Murphy that we will visit either after this book or maybe we'll take a break do some forest scoville shin then come back to him but i think this book will really open your eyes right so but perspective how you see the world that is all a state is and i've looked at other people talking about states but i've never seen them explain it this way and i think this way will click for you all states are is how you perceive the world how do you get in the state start seeing the world from the eyes or through the eyes of the person who has what you want so if you are saying you are happily and blissfully married and you see a couple you're gonna say oh my husband kisses me like that or you're not so you're not gonna be like uh you never get anyone you're gonna be like oh 
Oh, my husband is romantic like that, right? Whenever you see something romantic, you're going to make that about you from now on. You're going to say, oh, my husband does that too. Or I love when my husband does that. Or wife, you know, substitute whatever gender you're in, you're into here. So essentially, you're going to start seeing the world through the eyes of the person who already has what they want, right? Anytime you see something on TV in regards to love and you like it and you want that done to you, you claim it as yours. You say, my spouse does this for me. My girlfriend does this for me. My significant other does this for me. My boyfriend does this for me right you start claiming it right because this guys is your chance to program to create from the bottom up the kind of relationship the kind of love you want isn't that amazing you're going within in your mental workshop and you're creating what you want so that's how you want to look at things when you look at things like that isn't it exciting right so that's how you see the world through the eyes of the person who has what they already have because you claim it as yours. You don't say you wish you had it. You don't say, if I get it, you say, I have it, right? You claim it as yours. Anything that goes in line with what you desire is yours and you claim it and you use that as an imaginal act, right? Let the world help you create your reality. And the same thing goes with when you see something happening let's say you're saying everything is always working out for you every time you see well regardless of what's going on you still say everything is working out for you but when you actually see something work out for you claim that and reiterate that because that is proof you're feeding that proof to your consciousness which is going to feed it to your subconscious to make that a, a assumption a hard in fact like let's say the other day i'm always saying everything's working out for me right Oh, okay. I got several examples of that. So I really wanted some chocolate chip cookies. I went to Twisted Sister. This is this, this, this place around here. They didn't have any cookies I wanted because I wanted peanut butter. But um, I mean, I can get chocolate chip from anyway. But I think I wanted chocolate chip. But any hoozies. Um, so I was like, uh, okay, I left. Went home to put something in the oven. Then I was going to go get some fries. And then there's a place across the street, but they were closed. But I'm still saying everything is working out for me. So I go to McDonald's and get the fries. And guess what? I forgot. McDonald's has chocolate chip cookies. Duh, I got my chocolate chip cookies. Everything is always working out for me. Another example. Went to Wendy's, got some chili. I like cheese in my chili. On the surface, it seemed like the cheese had no chili. Right? So some other people warmed their chili up before mine and they were like, I don't see the cheese. We don't see the cheese. What are the odds that I get the container, the container with the cheese hidden at the bottom is left for me? It's no odds. It's no coincidence. Everything is always working out for me. And if you tell yourself that and if you react to the positive, you'll get more of it. Right. And that's something else I want to bring up. React to what you want ignore what you don't want and by ignore become indifferent don't read into it right and the more you practice this the easier it'll get it'll become autopilot and i've noticed myself not reacting to stuff that would typically set me off right that's why you practice ignoring it and then it'll be natural and then you react to what you want so when something does work out for you react because then you're sending a message that you want more of stuff working out for you 
when something doesn't go your way you do not react instead you say everything is always working out for me because that's how you're reacting right um so that's just something i wanted to point out so again so i'm gonna give you some more examples of how you see the world through the eyes of the person you're not claiming to be so if you're claiming to be successful you're going to stop looking at analytics or whatever gauges your business success you're not going to entertain any conversations that don't say you're successful right you're going to perceive everything as a success even if you only get one customer you are getting a lot you're getting a customer that's a success you're going to react to how happy you are that you got that customer by reacting to that you have to get more of that you're not going to go the opposite way where you say one isn't enough because remember you assign the meaning so if you're saying a customer is good then you're going to get more good if you're saying one customer is bad and you are a failure then you're going to get more of that you want to start seeing the world from abundance from the having of and not the lack of right because you i know from the mass mind we have been trained to see what we don't have and not what we do right and how are you going to get more of what you want if you can't acknowledge and be happy for what you currently have right so you want to practice being in a state of lack i'm sorry gosh no we don't want to do that we're never that's my conscious mind trying to throw something in there but no boo boo that is not true we have eradicated fear doubt lack and limitation from our conscious from our subconscious mind okay that no 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 that doesn't exist in our reality right and anytime you see yourself uh thinking negatively about or trying to because you're going to stop yourself because you're paying attention to your mind and your thoughts um you're going to be like wait no this is something you can simply say fear doubt lack and limitation have been eradicated from my subconscious mind fear um doubt lack and limitation do not exist in my current reality right so you remind yourself that this isn't you right so to help bring you back to looking at what you have not at what you don't have right so you're going to look at what you have a customer if you're a youtuber you're going to look at what you have some views i don't care if it's two views you have some views right be excited that you have two views two people watched what you had to say right because again you tell your subconscious if this is good or bad if you say two views are bad if you say it is not enough if you react that way you know being negative no one wants to hear you that's what your subconscious has to give you but if on the other hand you rejoice at those two views and you're like oh my gosh i am i'm i am getting to the my voice is getting out to the people um every day i'm improving every day my listeners are growing i am so excited to deliver this message to my viewers to my listeners um everyone loves what i have to say everyone waits on bated breath to hear me let me get this content out if that is how you approach it that is how it has to show up at some point in your 40 reality because remember you have to ignore and not ignore it's not even about ignoring it's about training your brain to not focus on what you don't want it's about putting your attention on the solution and not the problem that's all it is it is training your brain for for abundance from the having from the fulfillment from um so you're switching from a state of lack of unhappiness of negativity 
to a state of the having of it, the fulfillment of it, right? The abundance of it, right? And this is in all aspects of your life. Health, right? Don't focus on what's not healed. Focus on how it has healed, right? Um, Thank your body. Uh, tell your body how amazing it is. Your subconscious. Tell your subconscious how amazing it is when it heals you. Because remember, it is your subconscious mind that heals you, not doctors. Doctors can't recreate organs. They can move them from one body to another, but they can't recreate recreate organs. But you can recreate your organs. You can revitalize them where you don't need someone to die for you to live by using your subconscious mind, right? So again, it's all about how you see the world. How do you react in the world, right? So when you go out in the world today, react as the person you now claim to be. If you are successful, identify with everything that is successful, right? It's about how you perceive the world. It's about what you identify with. And you perceive the world through how, in, in conjunction, with what you identify with, right? If you identify as the most beautiful woman in the world, then when you see another beautiful woman, you're gonna identify with her. You're not gonna feel less than, you're not gonna compare yourself, you're gonna identify yourself as one of the beautiful people, right? What did he call it, pretty privilege? Where you're gonna identify as that, right? If you're claiming you're successful, you're gonna identify with that. When you see a, a post about Bezos, you're going to identify with him because that's how you see yourself, right? You're not going to identify, so uh, you're rich. You're not going to identify with those stories of lack and limitation. You're going to identify with people like Bezos and Oprah and and Musk and Beverly Hills or Housewives. I don't know. You're going you're gonna to identify with rich people. You're going to see that all they have is possible for you and more. You're not going to be jealous. You're not going to hate them for having it because you know you have it because you see it in your 40 reality and you stay true to that vision you persist in that vision and it has to be yours that is the law so guys how do you perceive your world because that is something you can do yourself you can't control the how or the when something arrives you know when your manifestation comes but you can choose from this day what your future looks like by changing your thoughts but changing your perceptions, right? So if you are um, rich, you're not gonna walk in the store and think of all the things you can't buy. You're gonna walk in the store knowing you can buy anything you want whenever you want. You just choose to buy what you buy today, right? You're not gonna focus on what you can't get, focus on what you can buy. So if all you can buy is one bag of chips, you were able to buy that bag of chips. Be happy that you were able to afford that bag of chips glorifying in that right say i'm so thankful i'm able to afford this bag of chips i'm so grateful i'm able to afford whatever i want because chips are what you wanted you were able to afford it right give your consciousness acts that will help support the beliefs you are now repeating repetitively and habitually in your mind right this helps you go with the tide instead of against it right so anytime you see something in your 3d world that you identify as what you're now claiming to be, claim it, react to it. I don't. So if you're saying you're wealthy and abundant and you find a penny on the floor, pick that penny up and reiterate how money comes to you from all avenues, how you always find money whenever and wherever you go.
right? I hope that makes sense. I intend that it makes sense. I intend that I've given you information that will help you pass amazing and wondrous life, right? I wish you nothing but love, light, and abundance. Love, light, and abundance is all I see for you and for me. Rains, joy, out.